Hello, Steelers Nation Radio, and welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. On today's episode of the Blitz, Arthur Motes and I yap about the Julio Jones trade. Of course, our reactions to that. Um, a big-time wide receiver going from the NFC to the AFC to the Tennessee Titans, what that means for the conference outlook. We'll also, speaking of wide receivers, discuss some controversy stirred up by everybody's favorite outlet, Pro Football Focus, and what they had to say, uh, maybe lack of respect for the Steelers' wide receiver core. But we start today with a former Steelers player and coach, Joey Porter, him and his wife and his family. Uh, a pretty special story doing some great things in the community. Here we go. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Yes, yes, yes. You are here. If you are hearing this voice right now, that means one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Steelers Blitz. You're inside the Electric Factory for the next two hours from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll be hearing my lovely voice, Mr. Arthur Motes, and my great-haired colleague, Mr. Wesley Euler, as we go down this journey of fun content during the June month. I mean, we know how <laughs> June months get in Pittsburgh. At times, it can be scarce. But at times, mm. it's not so scarce. And today happens to be one of those times where it's not so scarce. Because we got to talk about one of my former coaches. Friend. Mentor. God looked up to, man. Making some big-time headway. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you feel what I'm saying? You're a crazy you know, guy. I was, just, I, hey. I was holding that in I had for like the last minute. I just, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm I, I, sorry. I, said, I said, if there's anyone who can appreciate the love that I have for said, for said five, my, five. I almost wore my 55 jersey in <laughs> here That's today. what I'm saying, man. Like, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, baby. Oh, man, you know I got to lead <laughs> off of this today, man. I can't help myself. Even in the midst of my JMU women's softball uh, team yeah, going out. on an unprecedented shout run. Shout out. Obviously, they fell short in the semis. But before I could even get to them, I said, oh, we got to talk peasy, baby. Five, five. You making know I always impact, got time to talk Joey Porter. Big time impact in the community. What we're talking about on Steelers.com. Um, and this was reported by uh, Teresa. Shout out to Teresa, by the way, man. Another, awesome reporter, uh, man. Listen, all she does, awesome reporter. All she does is write great articles. Seriously, man. From the time I've been here, nothing but awesome things about her. And man. another one of those people that just impossible to be in a yeah. bad mood or have a bad day if she's no around. No question. For as great as her work, and she's an even better person. Yeah. So yeah, always appreciate her the work. Steelers got a lot of those types they, in they the do. organization. They do, man. It's almost like it's a theme. They do. I'm surprised but, they let you and I hang around. I know, right? We we, we bring balance to the circle. That's all. We bring balance. <laughs> But this was reported uh, June 5th um, when uh, the article released and everything like that. But uh, Joey Porter and his wife, excuse me, his wife, Christy, they uh, opened up a essentially it's a autism development community center mm -hmm. in the uh, was it Sh uh, Sheridan, right? So yes. you said, yeah, in the yes. Sheridan area yes. of Pittsburgh. And basically they did it in honor of their oldest daughter, Jasmine Nyree. The campus is actually called the Jasmine Nyree mm -hmm. Campus. Um, and because obviously PZ's oldest daughter Jasmine has had autism throughout her life and Correct. things like that, and they've opened up multiple uh, community centers like this. This is their fourth one, I believe. They've had three in Fresno, which is where PZ is from. Okay, and then obviously they just opened up this one over here in Pittsburgh. But as I was reading up on the details of this thing, man, you talk about impact. 
This thing is going to create over 300 jobs for the people in that community. You talk about impact. That is massive, especially understanding today's climate where a lot of people did lose their jobs. A lot of people were laid off because of the pandemic and things like that. So to see that this is going to create 300 jobs is massive. And along with the fact that they started out giving out, I think it was, they said 10 to 15 boxes of food, canned goods, right? Dried canned goods Mm -hmm. per month for people in need. And this was right before the pandemic hit. They said since then they've been giving out 125 boxes of canned dry goods a month. Like that is wild. Like I just love seeing that type of impact from our Steelers, from the people that we put up on these pedestals as players, but to see them come back. And PZ talks about this being home for him. Not California, not not Miami, not Arizona, Pittsburgh. And it's things like that that I always just love to see, man. Love to see the other guys, alumni, come back. Obviously, you can see um, on the website as well, Jerome Bettis there. He actually uh, – he has the the gym itself named after him, the Jerome Bettis gym. And then the actual basketball court is named after Dan Rooney. God bless his soul as well. Mm -hmm. And obviously you see the DMR patch in the center. center It's so beautiful. It's pretty sweet. Pictures on Steelers.com for anybody who wants to see. I had the nostalgia pop up because remember when the patches came out? That was was 17 our last year here, man. So anytime we see that, it's always cool. But you look at the guys that were in attendance, Mike Tomlin, Mm -hmm. Charlie Bass. Like These are big dogs in the community, guys that have had success both on and off the field. So just want to tip my cap to him on that, man. That's that's massive, though, right there. It, it absolutely is. And there's a lot there that you just touched on that I completely echo, that I could reiterate right here. I could be a trampoline and, and bounce back all that uh, appreciation that you just gave towards the Porter family. I think I'll also, though, I'll, or instead maybe, I'll, I'll, I'll add this. You know, you mentioned all those former Steelers there, Mike Tomlin there, Charlie Batch there, uh, Jerome Bettis there, the 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 honoring of Mr. Rooney at center court. Arthur Motes, we all know, a lot of lesser men than Joey Porter, maybe they would, uh, let's face it, in, in the sports world, in the business world, whatever, maybe they would be upset about how, you know, a few years ago when his contract was was allowed to 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 run out and he wasn't renewed as as the is a linebacker coach for the Steelers, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people let's not kid ourselves with this. Mm-hmm. Would be spiteful about that, would hold a grudge about that, would not want to be around Mike Tom, would not want to eh, you know, whatever. They didn't want me, I don't want them. Instead, it's it's the complete opposite of that. Joey Porter again, you know, talks about how Pittsburgh is home. He wants the Steelers' presence there. He wants to have Mr. Rooney as a big part of His legacy is a big part of this. That's cool, Motes. And, and yeah. that speaks a lot to me about Joey Porter's character, his maturity, just the type of guy that he is. Because, again, a lot of people who make it to Joey Porter's status in life, long NFL career, a coach in the NFL, right. they can be prideful. They can be spiteful sometimes when things don't work out, relationships can get fractured. That's not the case here. Yeah, very true. And honestly, I can speak from firsthand experience with PZ, you know, in terms of the conversations both pre him not, you know, or, or excuse me, him being a part of the staff and then post when he, you know, didn't get his contract renewed and things like that. But the one thing that remained constant through all of that, and he actually helped me with my transition as well was just the understanding of the big picture is business in terms of the decisions that are made from a personnel standpoint, coaching staff standpoint. And we know a lot of things go into that decision-making process. It's not always performance-based. Sometimes moves have to be made for other reasons, you know, and, and things along that nature. So 
he would always tell me to focus on that as well, especially as I got, you know, later in my career, because towards then you start understanding the politics and understanding just the business side that sometimes isn't as pleasant for us athletes. But seeing how he could communicate that to me in 17, 18 time frame, even 19, still having conversations with him. And now you see him full circle coming back to this thing where not only did he speak on it, but he continues to live it. And we could have said the same thing when he left to go to Miami. Yep. Because he still had plenty in the tank when he left to go to Miami. He could have been upset about that. It's true. Or when he went to Arizona. But yet and still he came back. Came back to coach. It's true. Things don't work out the way that we wanted it to work out in terms of us winning a Lombardi. Came close, but we know close, but no cigar. He could have been upset about that again, but once again, he still remains loyal to the city. He still yeah. remains loyal to this team. True. And that's the part where I'm just always saying that's the Steeler way. We talked about it with Troy. We talked about it with countless other high-profile players or just people that play significant roles in this organization's history that might have had a little bit of a rocky ending, a rocky departure. Sure, sure. But – with time, they always they always come back because of the foundation yep. being love, the foundation being family. 100%. If that wasn't the there, culture that's fostered correct. while they're if there. If that culture wasn't there while we were playing, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't come back to that because I've played in multiple spots. And still the feeling isn't that. the same. Yeah. It's not the same. But here, because you understand that the root of it is love, we understand the business has to take place, but the root is love, and that's why we all – just clamor back here, and we all love to stay involved in some way, shape, or form. Right. And, you know, this is how you're listening to us right now because 100%. I'm another guy who's doing that same type of us full mindset. circle, right? <laughs> um, I did also want to say, too, you mentioned the, the job creation aspect of this. And, and, and I know a lot of people out there are familiar. That's huge. That's massive. Um, Motes, I have an aunt who is. Almost 50. <laughs> I, I, have, I have an aunt who is obviously an adult who has autism, and employment is a thing that she struggles with. She bounces around jobs a lot. She'll usually have two or three different jobs a year. Um, she'll work at a lot of different restaurants and places like that. She lives in, in Carlisle in central Pennsylvania. Um, when, I, when I see that, right, when they talk about services being offered for adults with special needs, which is we have a lot of these, but is a is an underserved community. Oh, for a fact, we, it is. We rightfully so. We focus on children with special needs, a hundred percent. But we sometimes drop the ball once they become adults. Yeah. And honestly, we said that not only as it pertains to special needs, but in the adolescents that are at risk. Typically, that teenage to young Correct. adult age group Correct. is the part where it's not as glamorous. It doesn't receive a ton of money. It doesn't receive a ton of attention because that age group isn't as pretty as, quote unquote, the younger kids. Right. So it <laughs> is good to see that PZ and Christie put a focus on that. It's good to see that they made that a priority. 100%. Because there were plenty of other ways that they could have went with this. There's plenty of other things that they could have decided to use for this building. But they wanted to make sure it was a focal point to say, we're not going to forget about the young adults. No, I, we're I, not going to forget about the, 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 the ones who have passed the quote unquote, oh, young and innocent phase. And now they're just adults. They can fend for themselves. No, we're not going to forget mm-hmm. about you. And that's the thing that stands out to me the most. I, Highlight 100%. a need, address that need. And now not only have you essentially fixed that part, but you're also going to have the ripple effects of the jobs that are created. And think about what jobs do. 
jobs are going to help with what households being able to stay nice right not having to go to lower or subsidized housing and things yep. like that also that's going to help with potentially more resources for the children that are in the area having to go to different schools Absolutely. if i'm working and i got money now i can afford to pay for you to get nicer school stuff to pay for you to advance your education or your athletic career or whatever other interests you may have so this is is so you talk about just how you magnify and how you can ultimately continue to just reach multitudes. Yes. This is it right here. It absolutely is. Like, I, you know, I, I think about my aunt and if she would have had something like this, you know, when she was in her 20s and 30s and, and, and how much uh, that community, you know, could have helped. Uh, I'm looking here. Medical services, uh, food court. Uh, programs, learning centers, uh, after-school programs and learning centers, all working in conjunction with Pittsburgh Public Schools, all the services offered for free. And that's that's life-changing. That's game-changing. Along with partnering with the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank as well. So you're hitting multiple avenues, multiple ways. I mean, we always talk about diversifying your portfolio, multiple streams <laughs> of income. Well, how about diversifying your portfolio or multiple ways to give back, multiple ways to have an impact? I mean, you, you talk about the, 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 the part for the special needs individuals, but then you're also hitting the, the food element of it. Yeah. I, I love it. And then we're not even going to talk about, I mean, the gym element because – that's another crisis that's been going on yep. in terms of the NFL's big thing is what? Play 60. Play 60. And why do we talk about Play 60? Because there is a lack of physical education going mm-hmm. on in the schools. Lack a of lot, physical activity. A lot of the gym programs have were before the pandemic even started were getting cut back. We're getting scaled Correct. back. And children weren't being able to have that type of play outside or play for 60 minutes. Right. So that was the NFL's response to that. Right. Play 60. And then we talked about the healthy eating. Fuel up to play 60. <laughs> so this, once again, falls in that in yeah. that model, in that, in that whole vein. Because now you have a place where not only 100%, man. can these special needs individuals feel safe and feel like they're amongst a community that's like them, but they're also going to be allotted the ability to go out there and exercise and play basketball, do things that the quote-unquote normal people do. So for me, man, I love that as well, man. The details that went into this thing, you could just tell this wasn't something that was just thought of haphazardly, man. They no, put a they, lot of planning, and, and I'm, I'm really appreciative of this right here. went into this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you can't say enough. Uh, Steelers Nation 920 here says, uh, special needs people are the most genuine people in the world. The ones in my life mean a lot to me. So to see this help uh, from Joey Porter's family, got to say, him and Bus, my new favorite Steelers. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. And, and absolutely. And, that, and that's the cool part, too, right, is it would obviously be th- – this would be awesome if it was just something that Joey Porter was doing for the community. Correct. Would, would, would be amazing. But it, it, it makes it even cooler when, when Mike Tomlin's involved, when Jerome Bettis involved, when it's the Dan Rooney court, right, mm-hmm. for, for the basketball court. That's, you know, that F word that you drop, Arthur hey Motes. Hey, now. <laughs> Family. Now, my thing is this, too. I even just go back to just how selfless of a thing this is. You're Joey Porter. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, you, you sorry. Wait, what happened? What's Joey Porter, sorry. all the success, the money, everything, right? He could easily just put all that money into his daughter and that's, her development. That's true. He doesn't have multiple kids that that right, right, right. he didn't else. have to open it. Yeah, because like, like I said, I know Joey, right? And knowing that, hey, it was just one child, he could only put all of these resources into her. And a lot of people realistically would do that. I mean, how many times are we always thinking about us? Me, mine, 
my family, my child. That's all I care. Yeah. We hear it all the time. All the time. And then we justify it by saying, yeah, you know, that's mother's instinct. Or that's that fatherhood right there. It's different. But to see in the midst of all of that. That's well said by you. In the midst of all of that. He still says, "No, what? I'm not gonna be so. I'm not gonna be selfish. I'm gonna be selfless here, and I'm gonna do something that's bigger than just my daughter. I'm gonna do something that's bigger than just the Porter family. Let's do something that's gonna be impactful for the multitudes. Yeah. And, and like I said, just for him to be thinking like that, uh, and like you talked about with the climate being what it was in terms of how his departure went, man. I just, like I said, I just can't speak on it enough, man. No, it's." It, it is. It, it's there. We, you know, we can and we have rightfully so devoted some time here to give uh, Joey and Christy and, and everyone involved uh, the credit that they deserve. But you, you, you just <laughs> it, it, it's amazing. It, like I, I was trying to find the um, the quote here uh, from Christy. She said the reaction has been overwhelming, very supportive, very happy. Not only us coming into the community and bringing jobs and resources, but we will also be in the social hub in the community. We are coming in and revitalizing buildings that have been sitting for decades as an eyesore on an entire block. The residents are very happy to see these buildings being repurposed for the community to come and use and have services, uh, and them not have to pay a dime for it. It has been surreal in all honesty. When we first purchased the campus, the pure intent was only uh, to serve the special needs population, now hearing the background and needs of the community, and to encompass it and bring it to life for those who didn't have the services. It means more than anything. It's my biggest accomplishment to date to come into a community and provide services that didn't exist. Moats, That's awesome, man. You hear that? <laughs> That's awesome. And it sounds like they're just getting started. Oh, no question. Like, it, it sounds like, yeah, like this is awesome. This is a celebration. We got this new facility, right? We've got this campus in mm -hmm. honor of our daughter. But that campus is that campus is going to grow. That campus is expanding. That's listen, a, as she was wording. That's a big university listen, campus right there. As you were over there reading, you know, my eyes are up. I said, I'm about to have to send a text over here real quick. <laughs> hey, man, how can how can old Modi Mo get involved, <laughs> big dog? You know, I'm, you know I want to be a part of the good crew. <laughs> You know what we need to do is we need to get the uh, the Arthur Motes Center for Broadcasting oh, down there. Oh, hey now. You know, teach these kids how to podcast. Hey, show them a little something, man. Shoot video. And, I mean, you know, they want to be TikTok stars these days. Hey, anyway. man. <laughs> That's funny. All right, okay, one more time. One more time? Yeah. Uh, can, can I get it? All right. I'm not going to lie. That was one of my favorite I things, too, guy. man. When I When I got here. And I got the chance to, like, participate in my first one, like, my real one. Because we did a mock version of it. We were at uh, Friday Night Lights. And that was my first mock of the Who ride. And I remember being like, man, this is kind of cool. But it didn't feel the same until it was, like, game day. And you get that Who ride. Before we go out there, I'm like, oh, chills. Literally chills, man. <laughs> yeah. No, without a doubt. Gosh. This is a good one. <laughs> now I just want to sit here and play, play Joey Porter pump-up clips and – they shot me in Denver. Yo, I'm done. <laughs> Steeler Bomb 2030 says, uh, one of my nephews has extreme autism, and it is a challenge and hands in the pile for everyone to help. Let's go, Joey Porter. Yeah, it's – listen, we know the old adage of, like, it takes a village, right? For a fact. And that's under perfect scenario. Yes. It takes a village. <laughs> For effect, <laughs> and and so effect, and, and, and again, this is something that Moats I, I, and I, I don't want to speak for you, and it's your day, but 
this is something we we will it's always not my day. We'll, it's Joey's day. That's true. This is, when things like this happen uh, around Pittsburgh with Steelers, we will always um, make sure to pump their tires and, and give them some due. Hey, absolutely. That's my goal. Which is why I wanted to lead off with it. Yes, sir. <sighs> and once again, go Dukes. Just throwing that out there. That was like my <laughs> transition right, so filler. I, you saw my transition I, filler right there. Go Dukes. And now you just. Because funny thing, like the awkward transitions in like no, old no. cartoons where they so, would just swipe the screen. This is the thing, right? In my mind, is not. But I got to give backstory for you guys to catch on. So what I mean by it's not awkward. Me and Joy, we always have friendly banter about JMU sure. because obviously he went to Colorado, Colorado State. Colorado State, and he's he's calls that one A. But I always say JMU can beat Colorado State. Oh, and, and, and he would he would attest to it. But he always calls JMU the Super JUCO. Okay. He won't put respect on it as a one double A. He won't put respect on it as a mid major. He just calls it a super juco. So it's like a backhand. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, oh, yeah, y'all you. super jucos. Y'all always winning in football, basketball, these other sports, but y'all are juco to me. And I'm like, yo, we're, we're one double A. We're definitely not a juco. We're, we're a couple of levels past that. Like, put some respect on us. So, JMU, <laughs> when, when they knock out, uh, when they beat Oklahoma the yeah. other day and yeah. they're trying to beat Oklahoma State and we're on ESPN and everything. Mm-hmm. I actually started shooting him text messages. Did you? Yeah, and I don't even realize the timing of it. It's around the same time as this. And I remember us joking back and forth about the Super Juco and JMU, and that's why I was like, well, you know what? Because P's would get this right here, go Dukes, and that's why that's the transition, that's why it's not awkward. But now you got the backstory on it. So, non-awkward transition right there, go Dukes. I tell you what, that was a, that was a heck of a run, uh, that was a heck of a run by your girls, I tell you. No, it they, was, uh, man. Definitely was. They they put on. They put on for the university, without a doubt. The one thing that, that I was, was impressed by, whenever you can see a sport that typically doesn't generate the type of money or type of attention have that level of impact where you're seeing MLB, NBA, different football franchises, the Washington football team. I mean, you name whatever franchise, whatever sport league, everyone was talking about the JMU women and their mm-hmm. softball program, man, mm-hmm. and the work that they were able to do, man. So, you know, I definitely want to tip my cap to them as well. No, I see you out there. I, I mean, see you, know, you out there, you know, Arthur Moses. Some, 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 uh, listen, man. I, saw, I saw your tribute video. Um, man, I got to get to people what they need, man. I know. I know. You know how it goes, man. Uh, Something about these distinguished alumni. Motsi, um, do you remember last week? I wanted to make, and we got like just a couple minutes here. Yeah. I thought this might be a good time mm-hmm. not to step on your toes. No, here, no, no. But, I'm with you. I'm following right where you at. Um, a couple... Uh, like last, uh, like maybe like two weeks ago, we uh, read a funny review. Remember where where, where someone called us professional? One of our yes, podcasts, professional, and we were right. laughing, and we were kind of soliciting podcast reviews, mm-hmm. right? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh oh. Well, we got three new podcast reviews <gasps> here. Oh, all podcast fi- roulette. All five stars. Dang, I thought we had a bad one, and I was about to say podcast roulette. Let me get two good, one bad. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let me read these off here because right, if you leave it. the podcast to review, hey, even we're going to read this. So we do. We read if it. You hate us. We'll read it. Uh, Rye Mac says five stars should be six. Glass half full. Listen to this podcast, <laughs> and it's filled to the brim. Keep up the energy and the life lessons. The good hair and the body are top notch. Keep hey. up the good work. And let's go Stellars. I like it, Thank baby. You. Thank you, Rymac. Yes, indeed. We appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, j from Michigan says, five stars, love these two. Uh, Euler and Motes complement each other so well. This is one of the three shows I make to tune in, or I make sure to tune into and never miss on SNR. And that's why we love it, right? We got the, talk about the duality. We got more than the duality of man Very on true. the show <laughs> on SNR. There is something for everybody on SNR, and we appreciate um, kind of having our own little own little corner of SNR to be goofy, to mix the sports talk and the goofiness over here. Now, this is a good one, all right? 
Bello Pandanus. Hmm. Sign's name Katie at the end, so we'll just go with Katie. Okay. Katie says, 10-star review. Ooh, I like the 10-star. By far my favorite Steelers p- podcast. I always listen on the road when I'm traveling for work. I never miss a show. Arthur Motes has always been one of my favorites, and I love his knowledge of the game that you can't get from some of these other shows. And Wes has a great sense of humor and always has the best takes and hair. And then how she signs off. What up, cousin? What up, cousin? Uh, Katie gets the show. Katie <laughs> gets is. the show, Arthur. Shout, shout out to Katie right there, man. Yes, indeed. So, uh, again, you you want to leave a podcast review, uh, Steelers Blitz. Yes, that's with a Z. That's with a Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, we are even on Spotify now. We are. How about that? Hey, it doesn't matter where you go to find it. Just type us in there, we're and glo- we're there. We're globetrotting. That's we're, what we do, we're, man. We're crossing platforms. Cult- cultural lines? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Um, one more tweet here from uh, from because like in the video games it's, cl- it's cross platform capabilities. What was that? We got cross platform cap or reverse play, or however you want to word it, right? We we you could play us on anything. What was that when uh, like when the Avengers when we were getting to Infinity War and Endgame and mm-hmm. they called it like the most ambitious crossover oh, something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember Hold what you said. I gotta find this. I'm definitely now. yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah, they did have a little it? crazy how they were. Trying to market that thing, man. But that was, I mean, it was an awesome series. They did what they supposed to do. Here we go. Oh, you got it? I think I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Moment of truth. Marvel's Avengers Infinity War is the most ambitious crossover event in history. Wow. And that's what we are now. That's that's how they pegged it. Now That's what we are. Of course, you know that with that, right, BuzzFeed had to make an article 15 crossover events that were more ambitious than oh Infinity War. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, when the Disney Channel mashed up uh, That's So Raven, Hannah Montana, and The Sweet Life. If that's and, it, yeah, it, it, wait, wait, is that wait, the wait, number wait, one wait. thing that they brought up or number fifteen? Because if that's number one that's, thing, they need to throw the whole list that's away. That's number fifteen. Okay. Uh, it looks like that there was a uh, video that had Beyonce, Mariah, Rihanna, Carrie Underwood, Ashanti, Miley Cyrus, and Fergie. I know, but I know I've seen that video. It wasn't better than Marvel. Continue. Why are we even on this list? I don't, I don't even know. I don't, yeah, I don't even know how we yeah. got it. Not, I don't even know what half of these crossover events are. Say. Don Juan says, great job by PZ and his family. I love hearing this. This is why you have to love the Steelers organization once you're a part of the team. You're always family. Motsi, that's something you've uh, attested to a many a time. I mean, let's be real. It's a 5-5 five, five thing. That, that's well, realistically that what it is. It's a 5-5 five, five thing. It's just a brotherhood. So I'm just glad, It's you just know. a brotherhood. It's, it's always good to see the 5-5s. Five the rest of us wouldn't understand. I mean, I mean, we, we already heard another old, older 5-5. Five, five. Remember with Tunch, right? When he announced his retirement, he said mm. he works out with who? John Cole, performer. 5-5. Five, five. Five, five. Okay. Just, you, you, you see what we got going on here, right? All right. And you're listening to who? So, oh, another 5-5. Five, five. So, so what Moses is saying is, like 20 years from now, mm-hmm. Devin Bush is going to be doing... Something. Just amazing things. Something impactful. Whatever it may be is going to be impactful because he had that 5-5. But when we get back, man, we are definitely going to address Uh the new move that just took place in the NFL. You're talking little wide receivers? Can we get a shift of power? You're going to see me and Julio down by the... In the AFC? Can we get that? The the Nashville schoolyard? Uh Uh-oh. Nashville hot? Oh, you know it. Okay. Hattie B's. But right, that's what we're going to have to right look into. A, we're going to look into that a lot more when we get back. This is Moats and Euler on SNR.